0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining me back here on the Teachers Hangout Podcast. I'm your host, Kay Renee, and today we are going to be continuing our series of the first year of teaching. This is gonna be episode two. We're gonna discuss the negative zone, and this is going to be about teachers experiencing negativity at work and how to avoid that as much as possible. So grab a snack and a pen and piece of paper and join me back here on the teacher's hangout for us to have the discussion about the negative zone and how to avoid that as being a teacher. Are back the negative zone <laughs> when I think about the negative zone and what that means to me as far is working in a school setting as a teacher and thinking about how to overcome the negativity that sometimes we experience as teachers it makes me cringe um first of all i wanted to talk about just the negativity sometimes that students can bring into the class just from the onset of the day um sometimes students they they deal with a lot right so they have things that are going on at home that sometimes we as teachers have no clue about and so there are only opportunities sometimes to let go of that frustration is in the classroom. And as a teacher, we need to know how to help those students with balancing that frustration. And at my particular school, we do like the regulation zones. So if they are like red or yellow or green, we will try to help them with regulating themselves from getting back to green if they're on red, which just basically means like they're about to burst at any moment and their behavior is just going to be what I consider to be off of the charts. So when those students behaviors are come, those students are coming in and they're already negative from the day, it can sometimes bounce onto us as teachers where, We're like, okay, they're frustrated. So now we're frustrated and we're on the defense because we're like, you're coming to school already upset. And now I feel some type of way because you're feeling some type of way. And I know that you are not going to have a good day. Is that right? No, but sometimes it's just, it's just our natural reactions as teachers. So one of the things that I try to do And I've been practicing since I've been teaching. Again, I've only been teaching since, um, August in an elementary school setting. So what I will do is sometimes I will literally stop and bring the student to the side and say, Hey, what's going on? Because unless I know what's going on with my students, I can't help them. And sometimes, does it help And after I talk to them? Does it bring them to the green zone where everything's fine and peachy? No, it doesn't. But at least I, as a teacher and someone who does care about her students, I have checked in with my student to see what's going on. I will sometimes allow my students just to take a moment uh, to themselves, uh, just to kind of, I guess I would say, zen out and try to get themselves together. In my class, I will give my students things to think about, far as like, hey, I know you may be going through some things, but I need for you to be present in this moment. And I have explained to my students again. I teach first grade, so I have broke broken my language down to them for them to, st- and I will say to them, hey. You know, I understand that something is going on at home or maybe you don't want to be here, but this is where you need to be. And I will explain to them like, hey, if you want to go to second grade, you know, you need to be in school every day and we need to be positive and happy and say kind words to our to our, our friends and to our classmates. And we need to make sure that our brains, and I will point to my brain, I'll say it's here and that we're not thinking about other things because you need to learn and in order for me to teach you i need to make sure that you're happy and that you're having a good day again sometimes that doesn't work but i i do at least try that and then if that doesn't work sometimes i will bring my students back for lunch and just take them out of the teaching environment And just say, hey, do you just need to have a moment to yourself, you know, where um, you can express to me what's going on with you, because I've noticed that even after you've gone and had a moment, sat in at the calm down corner, um, you're still, you know, you're not here, you're still having a bad day. And now it's starting to come into your behavior. And that's not something that we can have going here. And so again, That negativity, you just try to do daily check-ins, check-ins throughout the day to make sure that the students is is not as negative as they can be. So basically what I'm essentially saying is, is that we want to make sure that the students are not negative because it's like a domino effect, right? Once one student gets to be upset, if they're coming into the classroom environment and they're upset more than likely that will bounce off to another student and then it's like dominoes they all just start spiraling a lot of the times so if you can break that habit have some things um in your classroom maybe some brain breaks um some uh i have like some sensory items in my class that help my students with um calming down amazon has some wonderful items they have like these uh, anxiety uh bags they're like less than 10 bucks i think that really do help the students with getting it together and i mean let's be honest Sometimes it's just not going to work. Sometimes your students are going to have a negative day. But again, you as a teacher need to make sure that you have a handle on that and that you are not allowing that negative energy from one particular or two students to come into your classroom environment, into your space, and it bounce on you and it bounce onto other students. Another very important Tip of that is if a student, if you just can't figure out what's going on with them, to reach out to their parents. I mean, at the end of the day, they are the ones that know them the best, right? So, reaching out to those parents, building those partnerships with the parents, calling them saying, Hey, your child today came in, noticed that they were a little bit upset this morning. It is my job to make sure that your student is getting the education. And right now, whatever's going on with them is not working. And so, is there something that you can let me know? And, and most of the time, the parents will give you some context on what is going on. An example, I had a student who came in and this student most of the time is fine behavior wise, but he just was out of it. He came into the class and just was not paying attention, had his head on the table. And I was like, Hey, what's going on? And he would not Communicate with me, which is just not this particular student's normal behavior. And so I reached out, talked to the parent, said, hey, notice this was going on If if you're a child. And the parent let me know that the grandparent had passed away. Something sometimes just as simple as that lets you know how to handle your student for the rest of the day. So, again, having a handle on student negativity. Um, during the day will help with the negative zone in your space so when we come back we're going to go on and move on to parent negativity that sometimes c- can happen um, at school and how to deal with those things again so that it's not bringing it on to you and it's not bringing it into your learning environment so we'll talk about that when we come back in a moment are bad. So we're talking parents, right? Parents and unfortunately, sometimes we do experience the negativity that they can bring. A lot of times, honestly, I just believe that it is frustration. Also, I work in an urban school district setting. And sometimes I do experience it a little bit more than what a lot of my uh, friends from undergrad who work in other types of districts experience. But parent frustration and parent negativity can be a big thing um, for a teacher. If you have a parent that is constantly upset, doesn't like the um, experience that their, their children are having, Or they're upset because they don't like the fact that their children are being reprimanded because of unwanted behavior. Dealing with those attitudes that the parents can have sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming. And so we have to know how to deal with with the parents, understand their frustration, but, but also. Trust your judgment as being a teacher, know that you are making the best choices for your students, and then make sure that your delivery of whatever it is that you are communicating to the parent, that is number one, is respectful. Number two, think about how you would want to be spoken to if you were the parent of that child that is having a conversation because as teachers, we can have conversations with parents about several things. It can be grades. It can be attendance. It can be behavior. So we just want to make sure that we are being respectful. Number one, we're the professional in the, in the um, situation. So we want to make sure that our mannerism is of the utmost professionalism. And then Unfortunately, you know, sometimes when you talk to parents, they just, they can just be a little bit rude and you have to take that with a grain of salt because sometimes you know that you have to know that you just, you're not going to please everybody and that's okay. You know, um, you have to approach the situation with positivity and you have to walk away knowing that you did your best. And just, just move on with that. But again, going back to the same thing that I mentioned earlier today, you want to make sure that you're not letting that negativity bounce onto you. Sometimes, unfortunately, you have parents that want to be more argumentative and then you have some parents that are going to, number one, think that their children are complete angels. And unfortunately, that's just not always the case. And We have sometimes parents that are not realistic. They believe that their children can do no wrong. But you as the teacher, you're in the class with their children Monday through Friday, and you know what the truth is. And so again, you just want to go back to number one, doing your best, being professional, and not letting whatever the response is of the parent bounce onto you. And then ruin the rest of your day. So that's basically my little spew on how to deal with parent negativity. Um, just don't let it bounce off of you. Keep it moving and know that you're doing your best to serve their children. Now, let's talk about probably the meat of today's conversation. Negativity from your coworkers. So... Unfortunately, I have learned very quickly uh that teachers sometimes we can be the most negative people um to be around. And that's because we've spent years and years in school to get education and we're very prideful creatures. We believe in ourselves. We're very proud of ourselves. And unfortunately, sometimes we just, we can't handle getting feedback, um, from leadership. And so what happens sometimes is, is that that makes us become negative and it makes us, not really want to be people that you want to be around sometimes. And sometimes also with our workload, it could just make us a little bit grouchy. So the one thing that I really, really want to say is, is that we as teachers, we need to really remember why we are here in the first place. Teaching is one of the most selfless acts one of the most selfless jobs that are out there. And we took this opportunity, like we went to school for years and years to become certified to teach the future. And, or if we are teaching adults to teach adults. And so we have to be mindful of our vibes that we give off. Um, when we're sometimes frustrated or if we are overwhelmed and because what happens is, is that that will come into the learning space. And if we are, um, a little bit overwhelmed, if we're irritated with our managers or our principals or our vice principals, that can come over into our teaching And then we can take it out on the, on the children, which is what we should not absolutely not be doing. So we need to take our own little brain breaks throughout the day, um, during our prep time, or even if it's something that you feel like, if you're not feeling like yourself, you need to check your negativity. You need to check, am I my authentic self? Am I teaching the way that number one, I would want someone to be teaching my children, my family members. And if we're not, number one, know that it's okay to have those moments, but to actually check yourself and say, Hey, this is not okay for me to be showcasing this type of a negativity into these students, my students, because what will happen is, is that children are very smart they know when you are not yourself, they know when you're frustrated. And sometimes what happens is, is that if you're frustrated, they become frustrated, and then you're just a whole negative classroom. That's basically what you what you're having at that moment. So number one, with with regards to yourself, I kind of actually went into my next part of uh, what I wanted to talk about, which was my, which was myself or one self. Um, but you want to make sure that number one, you are checking yourself, your negative thoughts. And then when it comes to, to your colleagues, if you are dealing with colleagues who are constantly, consistently, always giving negative talk, you, you kind of need to break apart From that type of environment, because what happens is, is that if you are constantly talking to other teachers and other other um, professionals that are in your school, and if they're always saying something negative, it almost makes you not want to go to work. Because you're like, oh God, I have to go into work today and hear this person talking negatively and they saying what they don't like and how this isn't like how their old school was like. And you got to be very mindful of what energy you bring in onto yourself. So you want to surround yourself with people that are like-minded individuals like you, and that should be positive. So if you have colleagues that are at work who are just really, really negative all of the time and they have never have nothing positive to say, and if they always seem to be a little grouchy, my suggestion would be to not be around them and to try to stay away from them as much as possible so that you do not become just like them. Because as they say, Birds of a feather flock together. You don't want to be that bird that is flocking together because, and and be negative. Because what happens is, is that you start becoming negative. And then what happens is when you leave work, you go home and you're negative also. And then what will happen is, is that your family and your friends will be like, hey, what's going on? You're not the person that you was. A few months ago, when you first started working, you're not the same person that you was two weeks ago, because you are now negative Nancy. And that is just not the best for your students. It's surely not the best for yourself. And again, going back to remembering why you're there, remembering why you signed up for it, why you put your John Hancock on that line and decide to become an education major, why you signed that contract that year, that, that whenever you decide to become a teacher, when you signed your contract, remembering what made you become an educator. I feel as though that will make you not have those negative moments. So to kind of recap, Student negativity, making sure that you're monitoring those behaviors, that you are making sure that you are letting your children know by example of what positivity looks like. You're monitoring those mood swings and you're nipping them in the bud right away. Parent, you're making sure that number one, you're presenting yourself as as a professional. And then number two, you are not bringing on any negative energy that a parent may have. You're showing them respect and you're letting them know what the expectation is. And if their response is negative, just knowing that once you walk away from that conversation, that you know that you're doing the best that you can do. And then we're talking about ourselves and we're talking about our colleagues, not being around negativity. Because what will happen is, is that it will make you not want to go to work. It will make you dread the day. And it'll make those couple of hours seem like a lifetime because you're around such dark, um, darkness far as the environment that you are in. And you're around a bunch of complainers and you're around a bunch of people that are not like yourself and then yourself making sure that you check your own self. Each and every day that you go to school. I remember um, hearing someone having a conversation online and they were saying that the children don't live at home with you. Your students don't live at home with you. So whatever it is that you're going through, you should not be bringing that in school. So you should be checking yourself if you had um, a, a bad night at home, if you have some family issues going on, if you... Um, didn't rest well, or if you have some other personal things going on that you know that you literally, it's almost like an act that you have to drop that at the door and walk in and present yourself as being that teacher that those children need. And I can say from a personal experience that I have had to go through that this year and I have, have experienced tremendous loss uh, of, of, a, of a family member during this current school year. But when I walked into that door, I had to drop off my feelings of what was going on so that I could be mentally there for my students and make sure that I gave them what they needed so that they could have the best education and get the best authentic of me. And then I went back out the door and still dealt with, with the loss that I was dealing with. So that's my, that's my, um, spew for the day. That is my, feelings on how to deal with the negative zone because it truly is a negative zone because once you get in it and you're deep in it it's kind of hard to get out so if you if you use some of those steps that I just said um during today's podcast hopefully you'll have lesser moments of being in the danger zone sorry not the danger zone but the negative zone and being more in the positive zone positive space, happy feelings and your students and yourself will have wonderful learning days and your teaching career will stay more so happy, bright and positive. So join me next time um, where we will continue the series on the first year of teaching. I'm your host Kay Renee. Until next time, have a wonderful, positive time of teaching our future educators. Bye-bye.